On this week's episode of The Smoke Break, we talk about the concept of people's perceptions and their impact on our performance. We also talk about the cyclical nature of mood episodes and what we can learn from them. Episodes drop Mondays on Spotify and Wednesdays on YouTube at 6 p.m. And we are live with The Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio, as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Zoe Schwartz. Hello. And Cole Sampson. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm super excited uh, to talk to you this week. This week, we are uh, we're sparking up a conversation. Like, like, okay, let's talk about it. I don't have hair. All right, <laughs> I don't have hair. <sighs> it's been it's been a long week, but uh, there's a lot of growth, and we're we're gonna get to that in just a second. Um, but first, I wanted to talk to you about the uh, just the idea that people's perceptions often shape uh, their beliefs about us, right? And their beliefs often shape our ideas about ourselves. So the the thing that I, I've found most interesting about this is just uh, the idea that it's kind of cyclical. You know, you have an idea about somebody, then you push that onto them and they kind of just in a circle follow that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this pops up a lot of times in uh, with stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think in regards to that? Yeah, you know. It's interesting because, you know, we talked a little bit about this before and the point that I didn't get a chance to say or I didn't want to say is, yes, it falls into stereotypes and it kind of makes you think about how hard ostracism is. Yeah. Um, just, you know, in we're social creatures. So, you know, yeah. social death is death. Yes. Yeah, definitely. You know, historically. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, but then it's a feedback loop, right? Like, you know, people are treating you shitty, you know, you feel shitty about yourself. So you're not just being rejected by others. You're being rejected by yourself. And that feels worse. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. I definitely think that's a really good point. Even kind of like the, the social death is death. Like that was, I've always heard that in regards to, um, like wolves and stuff, you know, if you get Uh thrown to the wolves, like if you're not a part of the pack, then you're with the wolves. And if you can't make friends with the wolves, well, so yeah yeah no that's a good point i what it made me think of is like when i was learning about like diet culture and stuff i learned about how like yeah like the idea that like something makes you unlovable like that message when we send that message to people obviously there's lots of other harmful ways that people get that message but like for me that was the way i learned about it yeah that like you're sending the message is you're gonna die alone basically and so like that why it feels so traumatic to feel like there's something about you that makes you unlovable or unacceptable and and that that was where my mind went with it like yeah yeah pretty profound when you think about it like that yeah so you know starting at the i guess the top of it um which is like somebody's belief about you what do you how do you react to people's beliefs about you i push back you push back hell yeah okay okay and what does pushing back look like yeah i just become more myself Mm. like maybe overcorrect was like oh you don't like this yeah. Yeah. You know, you're not going to stop it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, I, I really appreciate that. I like um, that, too. I was actually talking to uh, my my friend uh, Taylor, who uh, super, super dope friend of the podcast. But it was I was talking about just giving everything up. I'm like, I'm just going to give it all up. Move back to Burns. Uh, burn my bridges. Uh, there's bridges here. Burns there. Burn my bridge. OK, it's, <laughs> it's a dumb joke. I'm sorry. I'm done. But it was basically just the idea that like I I I felt like I was having a really hard time with just all the things that I really cared about. And so my because I cared about them and I couldn't care less, it was just separate from them. Mm. And uh, he goes, he's like, I feel like you're overcorrecting, you know, like if you're driving a little bit to the left, 
doing a hard right is not the thing that gets you back on center. Yeah. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I feel uh, like that's that's kind of the tendency. It's almost like a test. Like, you know, if you fuck with me, you fuck with me. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you know, we don't really have to interact. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and I think it gives you an opportunity to put the people in your life that are going to to care um, you know, th- that are going to care and show that they care, you know, regardless of the the people that you've been rejected by. Mm-hmm. What yeah. about you, Zoe? Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> People's <laughs> beliefs. People's beliefs. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think what like you're saying how do i how do you react it? yeah how do you react to other people's beliefs well i would say like on a bad day i like internalize it because often it's like the thing i'm afraid of or the thing that i've been battling but i mm. really like the way that you presented it cole because it's like it's like sort of like uh like you have to me the way i thought about it was like it sounds like your sense of self is developed enough and strong enough that you don't feel threatened by it. It feels like, no, I know who the fuck I am. You don't, you don't get to tell me who I am. And I have that sometimes, but I still have the, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm still battling the two, but I really mm-hmm. like that that was your first answer. Cause did you, yeah. would you relate to that idea of like yeah, having a I self do also sense feel a sense of being threatened sometimes. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can internalize it depending on like where my mood is. Totally. Any number of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm well. Yeah. If I'm yes. on my feet. That's a good point. Then that's where I am. Yeah. yeah. I like that that was your answer, though. I like that you answered from the place of like when you're at your best, because I feel like I need to work on that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no. And I think that 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 goes into it a lot is just like you, where you're at is going to determine how much you can kind of react to these things. Because it's like on a good day, I'm just like, fuck you. You don't know me. I know me. Mm-hmm. That yeah. I can say on a good day. Mm-hmm. On a bad day, I'm just like, maybe everybody's right. Maybe I do. So, you know, exactly. and it's mm-hmm. like it's very easy to internalize um, other people's opinions. Um, so what do you think about the the belief that like somebody's belief shapes their actions towards you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're a black kid in elementary school. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very no, true. Like, very true. Oof. The reactions, the reactions to just even being, you know, a a human, I feel like are, are people just pushing back, you know, yeah. and them them putting their ideas on you. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your elementary experience? Ooh, I am so sorry. I should have asked <laughs> oh if there's God. anything no, you don't it, want to talk no, about. No, no, um, I don't know. I had this one teacher in third grade who was just like really shitty all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like once I asked her, third grade, right? Did you know what cellophane was? <laughs> no, probably not. Did you know what cellophane was? No. We were doing Bacon. a um, project on the gold rush because uh, from California, so gold yeah. rush, right? Uh, doing a project on that, and I'm like, oh, could I use that yellow plastic? So I can crumple it up and make gold nuggets, right? Oh, and then nice. she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then I go get it. And then she like yells at me. And I'm like, if kids can't use it, why is it, why is it in here? And she was just <laughs> shitty to me all the time. Yeah, yeah. And it was like a time when my mom was working a lot. So it's not like I had a lot of protection from her. And she actually stole a folder from me once. What? I had this cute little like folio folder thing that I was keeping my homework with. And she's like, oh, this is nice. Can I keep it? <laughs> No, well, I feel but like I was a child, like yeah. a power differential. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like that's a weird question for an adult to ask. It's just like, hey, I know you created something. Yeah. Uh, can I have that? Yeah, it's- yeah. So it was weird. I was like, I don't know. I think about it every now and then as I get older. And I'm like, yeah. what a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you don't, you didn't know me. Yeah, obviously yeah. you were And they were treating you poorly too. Treating me poorly. Like, yeah. But it was like a gate class, right? Mm-hmm. It was like gate class was that? Gate, oh, yeah. uh, gifted and talented education. Okay. Oh, yeah. gotcha. So they didn't see a lot of brown faces mm. in those classes in mm-hmm. the 80s. Um 
so yeah, there was like me and like mm. one other black kid in the class, and we were always thrown together. And oh, it, man. it was that's always yeah. I remember I got a job one time where uh, it was I had gotten I had had this job. We'd gotten a new black coworker, and my boss literally was like, "Hey, have you met the other black person?" Oh, I was God. like, "This is so awkward." Oh yeah, that was like in sixth grade. Whenever I had another gate class, and like <laughs> some dude came in the class, and like. All like my little white friends were like, ooh, Cole's like, ooh. I'm like, number one, I'm a dyke. <laughs> number two, he's not cute. Like, why would you assume so that I'm into this dude? <sighs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it's almost, it's, yeah, they're like kind of pairing you up just because of their belief that mm -hmm. like, oh, you you put like things together. They go with yeah, the other yep. like things. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so... Um, going around the circle, so uh, first it's people's beliefs shape their actions towards us, and then their actions start to shape our beliefs about ourselves. Yeah. Um, what do you What do you think about that? Well, I mean, we all breathe the air of our environment. Mm -hmm. yeah. So if there's one person, or oh god, let it not be like a group of people. Yeah. That think you're shitty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like that's a lot. It's a lot to take. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot to take on. Yeah. And yeah. it's and we have to breathe the air we're in and it just yeah. makes it I really like that analogy hard. of just like we have to breathe the the air that we're in. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Zoe? I think I don't know what I think about it. I think it sucks, but I think it's true. I think it is absolutely true the way that we people treat us affects the way we behave because I, I honestly you're you're talking about like school. Like I feel like this is a thing. I can remember very specific things that teachers did and said to me that like the specific words like you knew and or the specific actions that you remembered like that impacted me. And, and I think that's a good example because it is like such a formative time in our lives, you yeah. know? But yeah, I had a teacher that was like, what, like I'm bad at math and like that's part of my identity now. I yeah. literally like get a wall when math comes up. Yeah. And my she said, I remember one time I wanted to answer the question and the teacher like didn't like, you know, pick me and my friend could tell that I really wanted to answer and it was a math question. And she was like, this is what I remember her saying. Uh, the friend was like, why don't you ask Zoe? She had her hand up first or something and they were yeah. like um i already i've already tried that before and it takes Ooh. too long yeah Ooh. and i was and i literally died inside like i could still you know i mean that was 30 years ago and yeah. i still remember it you know what i mean so yeah, yeah i think it does it impacts and i think some, something else i was thinking about is like how we don't necessarily have the like language or the understanding or the, the lens to understand what's happening sometimes in those moments and then we become an adult and we learn mm -hmm. and we're like no wonder that felt so terrible because well, it was this thing being put on me that mm -hmm. i didn't even really get you know but well even like a second ago, you we had talked about like math, you know, we kind of joked about yeah. like, oh, I'm not good at math. And it's like, I feel like those beliefs are like those things that that belief about ourself came from somebody saying you're not good. That's at math. what I mean. Yeah. And that's part of the experience with math. Like I was already struggling with it. And then I had those negative experiences. Yeah. And now mm. I'm like around math. I can't. My brain just like shuts down. Around yeah. Math. Well, that's the nature of a lot of cognitive distortions. Like mm -hmm. nobody's born being like, I'm a piece of shit. Yep. Yeah. You yeah. know, like. Yeah, that comes from the outside. Outside, yeah. Mm -hmm. Shame comes from the outside. I think most of the time, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, uh, going around the circle one more time. So uh, after somebody's beliefs about us shape their actions, and their actions shape uh, our, our beliefs. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, our beliefs about ourselves. Then our beliefs about ourselves then shape our actions. Yeah. Um, like you had said, you're like, I'm not good at math. So it's yep. like you you have kids growing up and being like, I'm not good at math for their entire life yep. because they were told they weren't good by one teacher mm -hmm. or even two. And that's where you'd said even like a group of people. It's like it's hard enough bouncing back from one person having a belief. It's even harder bouncing back against, you know, multiple math teachers being like, no, you're bad at math. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. then there's also the piece of like ability and neurodivergence. Yep. Like, I mean, growing up in the fucking 80s. 
Yeah. Teachers did not have any cognizance no. or awareness of like what might be going on if a kid's staring off into space for 45 minutes. Or acting yeah. out or talking. Or, or acting out yeah. or talking, you know, any number yeah. of things. It's like, could you have some empathy for the small people you yeah. work with? Yeah, I yeah. know. It's wild what dicks people who work with such fragile people can be. <laughs> yeah, like, and that's and that's like, like when I was a teacher, like the most important thing was like, I always ask somebody if they say they're a teacher, I'm saying, why are, why are you a teacher? Is yeah. it because you had a teacher that was so great, you're like, I want to be like that? Or a teacher so bad, you're like, I will never be like that. That's and why I wanted to be a teacher at one point. Yeah. Because well, I had such a bad one, I wanted to be the so good So I have person. a question for both of yeah. you. <laughs> why did you become a therapist? Same um, context. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Which I've one? had so many shitty therapists. There yeah. it is. There yeah. it is. Yeah, like people are damaging as fuck. Yeah. yeah, and especially in spaces where they don't need to be. Where, where they you're don't like, need to be. Where, you re- where you're relying on that support. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I hadn't really thought about it like that, but I think, and I don't know that I had lots of terrible therapists specifically, but I think I've had lots of people misunderstand me because I am, I, I, I can, like, I'm a, I have ADHD. Yeah, I'm actually a really smart person, but I don't fit into the normal box of how people learn and so yeah i often got the feedback that i was stupid and to this day i, I was texting zane about this earlier last night i was like it's weird how no, it was this morning yeah like it's weird how still to this day i'm like consistently noticing that i'm really good at things that i don't realize i'm good at until somebody else is like you're really good at this and i'm like why don't i know that <laughs> like yeah. you get depressed yeah. though right yeah i get depressed De- sometimes depression sure. has a weird memory erasing thing oh yeah like almost mm. every time i come out of a depressive episode i'm like i can draw and it's like you've oh, been able yeah. to draw for years you're right depression but does like i forget my skills and i forget what's good and in some ways you have to rebuild yeah no yeah, yeah i agree with that yeah because i remember like you feel happy and you're like oh my god i forgot i could feel good like it's like you forget what feeling good feels like yeah. sometimes well and i think that you even forget about like yeah i really like what you said about the the kind of like depression like memory wipe thing because it's like yeah i feel like often the reason why we are depressed is because we forget what we're good at you know it's because you're so blinded by being depressed that you're like have i ever been good at anything have i like why am i and it's like that's yeah i really appreciate that you brought that up thank you yeah that was yeah all right. Well, we're going to take a real quick commercial break. and We'll be right back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. Mm. The candles are lit and the bear rug on the ground is waiting for you. Do you have a special someone that you want to cozy up with? Let them know how much you really care. Well. You can always send them a love song dedication right on the radio. If you submit a song and a sweet message to your sweet thing to the Shady Pines Hotline 220-SP-RADIO or email directly to the Cosmic Taco Beach Shack gmail.com we will put your love on the air and make sure to tune in every sunday from three to four with me cloud babe and big warrior spread the love and spread some cheeks this year and don't forget to keep it locked on shady pines (laughs) radio I don't even know. I don't even know. We're back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I'm your host, Joe Pal Zane, here with Zoe Schwartz. Hello. And Cole Sampson. Hello. All right. So we are going to talk about mood episodes. Um, do you want to disclose a little bit about uh, your experience with mood episodes? 
Yeah. Um, I have been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Um, I've had pretty bad depressive episodes, manic episodes, mixed episodes, which I would say are the worst. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was diagnosed probably 18 years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just out of curiosity, you said mixed episodes. What does a mixed episode look like? Oh, a mixed episode is where you're rapid cycling between depression and mania. I do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's, it's really... Ah, uh, jarring. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's jarring <laughs> for the person uh, experiencing it and the people around them. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I actually had like a, an experience like the other night when I was just like, I'm gonna give everything up and run away, <laughs> and my friend was just like, uh, he's like, oh, he's like trying to comfort me, and then I was like, pew pew pew, and he's like, this is very hard to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I I get it, I get it, uh, but imagine it for me though. Uh, but yeah, that's that's that sounds um, really difficult. So when you're dealing with these mood episodes. Um, you kind of mentioned on the way here that there's a lesson in each one of those. Yeah, I've noticed as the years have gone by, like it wasn't as noticeable when I was younger, but like the older and older I get, um, I noticed especially with depression, there's usually a lesson in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, first of all, you're not going to have the same symptoms every time. Ooh. So, you know, old symptoms might crop up and you're like, okay, I know what to do for that. But then something new will crop up. It's like, oh, okay, now I cry every day. Yeah. It's not just sadness. I just cry every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At, you know, any number of things, but it's like kind of a mixed episode. So I can do that in the morning and then like, you know, be totally social and great in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, and then there's also a lot of times your life needs to change. Like there's something out of mm-hmm. balance. Yes. Um, and it's not like blaming people who have illness at all. It's just, you know, there's something more than just Britain chemistry that triggered your depression. Yeah. yeah. And maybe you're just in the wrong place. Maybe you don't have the right friends. Yeah. Maybe your job is sucking your soul out yes. of your nose. Yeah. Like it's totally. a lot. Yeah. Do you think that's intuition maybe a little bit? Like, is that how you think about it? Like part of it could be your intuition, like coming trying through? to guide you. I don't know. Maybe it's like a hypersensitivity to the experience oh, of life. Yeah. I feel like that. I can relate. To I that. mean, y'all both have mood mood disorders. Yes, so yeah. does that sound yes. feel yes. real? Yes, yes absolutely. It did very I, much so. Very I much definitely so. identify as a highly sensitive person, even though I think that might be an obnoxious identification. I'm not sure, but yeah. I heard it. And <laughs> a I highly like, yep, sensitive person would think that. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, I, I I like what you said about. Um, about like trying the the lesson, you know, that you're, you're yeah. t- kind of trying to pull out of that. Um, I had recently taken an intentional peer support class and they were talking about the concept of like when we're thinking that we need to die, the more true thing might be that a part of our life needs to die, um, a, a certain aspect of it. So what do you think about that, Zoe? Yeah, you, we just yeah, you just mentioned that to me. And I've actually never heard that around like suicidal ideation. But I think it's for me, my 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 gut says like, oh, that's like a a strengths-based way of thinking about why we have suicidal ideation and maybe a way also to to not, like, I, I could see it as a way to, I don't know because I don't struggle with that a lot. I have, a yeah. little, like, not enough that I think I'm an authority on it or anything, but I think it could also be a protective factor when you think about it like that. So I think, and that would make sense if it is. Oh, you strength. know, that's really interesting. I was just reading um, No Bad Parts. It's by Richard Schwartz. Okay. He is the... Um, creator of internal family systems. Oh, cool. Um, and one of the things they talk about are like protectors. Yeah. Um, and these are the parts of you. Um, well, yeah. there's a lot of different words yeah, that go into yeah, it. Yeah. But there, these are the parts of you that like kind of act out yeah. Yeah. in a way to protect 
where they were in that stage in their life mm-hmm. yeah. when they didn't know what else to do and didn't have protection from adults. I yeah. really, really, really appreciate that. Yeah. Just because um, Zoe and I, we were, how do I say this? We were jokingly trying to diagnose me. Uh, we were joking <laughs> while we were diagnosing me. We were wondering me. if maybe your diagnosis was correct and hypothesizing about it. Yeah, yeah. It. Like, Zoe's like, I'm not going to diagnose you. You're not supposed to diagnose your friends. But if we were to, yeah. but we were, I was looking at just, I guess the thing that kind of spawned it is like realizing that there are parts of myself that I feel like protect parts of myself mm-hmm. um i have the pew 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 you know that that mm-hmm. person is 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 uh like the comedy part of me mm-hmm. but i would say that there's like a a very serious you know um how do i express the pain that i'm feeling um rapper side of me mm-hmm. and then separate from all of that is the podcast where it's just like it's both the comedy and the um the seriousness of it so yeah. i i definitely think that there's there's different parts of us that are are trying to um protect different parts of us. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about the statement you made before um, you want to die because part of you needs to die. Yeah. I kind of want to reframe that into part of you needs to heal. Ooh. Yeah, like if you're coming better. from a framework of say internal family systems, it's yeah. like there's a part of you that's frozen in trauma. Yeah. And it's like, how do you make that part feel safe enough to come meld back in with the greater whole and you're not acting out in those ways because you know how to deal with it because in a certain way you've dealt with it by offering that part what it needs. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not about disconnecting from part of yourself. It's about reconnecting reconnecting or re-embracing or being kinder to or something. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because people have guilt or shame shame or, you know, they feel like they're to blame for the things that happen to them. Yeah. Because you're little and you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're grown and you still don't know. And yeah, you know, trauma can yeah. come in a lot of the forms. The part of you that was still, yeah, the part of you that's still damaged from there still doesn't know, even though yeah. maybe you're like sometimes you might know, but you don't know, right? Like yeah. that embodied yeah. knowing is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's that's a really like positive way of looking at yeah, it. Like is is the the healing parts of yourself, you know? Because I I think that you know my reaction when I'm in pain is to run away from the pain. Mm-hmm. Instead of healing the pain, you know, mm-hmm. like both could have the same uh, effect, but one of them feels easier. Um, yeah. One of them feels safer. One of them has shown in the past that like, well, you know, if I can't heal it, I can at least get away from it. And, and only one is sustainable. Yeah, oh, man, this is now I have to sit with that. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, like, I like the way you reframed it, though, because I do. I think you're right. Like, the yeah, and I was like, it's strength based, but maybe not saying part of you needs to die. <laughs> yeah, 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 No, but, I think you're right. It's better. It's part of you needs to change or be cared for in a different way. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, sorry. No, 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 no. I, I cut you <laughs> off. Um, but I, I just, I wanted to say that like, I, I think that that's what's important is that like, initially we do have that, that thought of like, Oh, I can't do it anymore. I think that I need to just be gone from myself and from everybody. And mm-hmm. it's like reframing it as like, okay, maybe a part of me, you know, it's, it's the growth of like understanding how we're feeling and trying to reframe those thoughts and those feelings into a way that is sustainable, like mm-hmm. you had said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more strength-based. Yeah. So uh, you'd said that there's there's kind of lessons that you learn from each of these. So maybe the the lesson from depression is like, okay, maybe I need to heal this part of myself. Mm-hmm. What would you say is like the lesson you get from like a uh, manic or maybe even psychosis? I think manic episodes, it's more like, I need to take care of myself. It's like, Mm. it gets really granular. It's like, am I eating? Am Mm. I sleeping? Am I using too much? Am I being risky? You know, you got to kind of scale things back and get it situated back into some sort of a schedule. Obviously, other things need to happen, but like, that's what I get from it at the end of it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 
I think a lot of times it's a lot of realization about, about social stuff because if you're in a manic episode in a community, you find out real quick who fucks with you and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, okay, yeah. who do I need around me? Who feeds me? Who do I avoid? Yeah. yeah. Those are really good lessons. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's that that's a really good way of framing it is, you know, like the the positive of these extremes is that you do find out who your people are, you know. And you find out who you are in some ways. Very much so, very yeah. much so. I definitely say like, you know, there were people who were would be overwhelmed by my mania cuz that's the pew pew pew, you know. Mm-hmm. That's the like overexcited, let's do a million things. I have all these ideas. Oh my god, I'm so creative. Yeah. And some people are like this is a fucking lot. Yeah. I need mm-hmm. you to not near me just go over there and you can feel all that just over there but I've also had people who are like who enjoy me at that state and can't handle me at the depressed state Mm -hmm. and that's the ones that you know where you almost feel more rejection is like oh Mm -hmm. so you only like me if I'm up here yeah Uh, have you had experiences similar to that where people may be more in tune with one side of that um no, actually, the oh. people. Who can I have your friends? <laughs> yeah, you can be some of my friends. <laughs> yeah, no, it just, I think at this point, I've really found a lot of good people. Um, a lot of people who also have, you know, mental illness or mm-hmm. neurodivergence. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of empathy and understanding there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think empathy and understanding is the the thing that really allows us to to come to terms with those parts of ourselves, you know, because there's nothing worse than than hating those parts of yourselves and feeling like those parts of yourself are also hated by others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. What about you, Zoe? Um, have you found people who are like, I like this Zoe, not this Zoe? Uh, yeah, I think, yes, definitely. And I think I've also, something I've been like dealing with lately or thinking about lately is how like, I oh, how, how I am a very, like kind of a take it or leave it person, you know, like some people are overwhelmed by me and I am a lot and I do, I can be like I wouldn't say manic but people have described me that I'm not you know I don't yeah. identify that way but I have people describe my behavior as like kind of scattered and intense like that before and makes them feel kind of scattered and intense so yeah I think I and I, I don't know that I've had people like one side of me versus the other well maybe actually they have yeah because I've had people who like they get to know me a little bit better and they mm-hmm. see me when I'm having a really bad time and they're like oh shit yeah. you know and I'm I like, signed up for yeah. one of these I'm like I thought you liked me and they're like when I'm like but you know that all that stuff you like is comes in the same package as the thing that was intense and I'm super fun and funny and accepting, but also I need that from other people. You know, I need the compassion and the acceptance yeah. from other people sometimes too. And I think, yeah, that's when I find out usually is like, cause if you have a surface level friendship with someone, sometimes you can go a long time without realizing they can't handle that side of it. Yeah. You. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. What's uh, what is uh, your reaction to feeling like a part of you has been rejected? Miracle. To uh, the person who I will be like, do they hate me? Why do they hate me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't do anything to anybody. You know? does, does it feel like more more personal, or does it feel like maybe like less personal because that is only just like a part of you, like in those episodes, um, in those moments? Again, I think it's really dependent on where I am with mm. my mental health, but um, yeah. I think like more often than not, it feels more personal than it should. Yeah, I know I'm really squishy in a lot of ways. So. Yeah, yeah. What about and you? absorbent oh, to like people's energy? You know, yes. like if people are shitty to me, then it, it affects me physically. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, we're both cancers too. Mm-hmm. I forgot about not to bring in astrology, but yeah. <laughs> well, hold on. I'm feel, I would say I'm squishy too in that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about you, Zoe? Does it feel like you're you are being rejected, or that part of you is being rejected? Um, I think it feels like me being rejected, which is a bummer because I. But I think maybe that's because I don't. I see it more as like a, a unified whole, but I think 
other people might not. Yeah, like I said, some people might not realize, but I think I've accepted that I am this big, intense person who has both things and I see myself that way. So, yeah, I think when it when even if it is only reacting to one part of it, I tend to feel like, oh, they don't really care. Like they are they don't really aren't really somebody who's going to be able to be a safe person for me. And it's OK if some people don't get me. But yeah, but I think that realization of like. I might just be not this person's cup of tea and they might, yeah. the way I am might just rub them the wrong way and then in turn make me feel bad. And mm-hmm. then that cycle Back that we were talking about. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what about, uh, let's say psychosis. Hmm. That one, that one's, that one's tricky for me, but you, you deal with bipolar. Um, I'm curious to, to understand how maybe you react with that. Psychosis is, it's better now. The first time I experienced psychosis, it was terrifying. Yeah. It was so scary because you're not sure if you can read people's minds. Mm. You're not sure if people are actually talking to you or if they're talking to you, if they're saying the things that you're hearing. Yes. just feeling like you're being, like all of that is terrible. Um, But the way I think about psychosis is it's not nothing it's not based in nothing like you've mm. had experiences in the past yeah. where yeah. maybe people were being shady behind yeah. your back or yeah you know that sort of thing so like that your trauma plays into roots it. Yeah. yeah it roots and then it can come out in Absolutely. like an extreme manic psychotic manic episode yeah yeah i'm actually really glad that you said that just because that's something we've we've talked about before is that like the hardest part with me dealing with paranoid delusions is that they are also based in trauma mm-hmm. you know it's the they're not coming from anywhere there have been people in my past who have treated me this way yeah. so yeah. it is hard to differentiate if this is that time or yeah. if yeah. this is just my perception that it might also be that time yeah because yeah. your body honestly doesn't know well yeah. yeah. And as someone who doesn't necessarily experience psychosis or mania full on, like I still can relate to what you guys are saying. Yeah. As far as yeah. that like real disconnect there. Like, yeah. So, and I'm, I really appreciate you just sharing those things because as, you know, as, as somebody who's, who's been dealing with these more recently, um, I've been talking about them a lot on the episodes yeah. and it feels like, it, whoa, Zoe, why was that so? No, I, I was getting excited <laughs> because I feel like cool so awesome and this is an awesome conversation. Sorry, it was the wrong time to get I excited. I internalized that. <laughs> uh, that has little to do with you and everything to do with me. Someone one time. No, uh, but I, I appreciate you sharing the, those parts of it because it is such a hard thing to explain to people. And yeah. it's like, as I'm explaining it, I literally feel like I'm the only one who's felt these things. Mm-hmm. So hearing that the, 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 is this conversation about me or like the, are they talking about me are they talking to me are they talking about me to me yeah, yeah. yeah. oh that's the worst thank you I'm like thank oh you. the coded language but uh, is it coded language is it just in my head are they doing that thing yeah yeah yeah. and sometimes it's both yeah mm-hmm. honestly honestly yeah. no I appreciate that alright well we're gonna take a real quick commercial break <laughs> and we'll be right back with a smoke break we're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio cheers to you my friends you're listening to Shady Pines Radio. My name is Nate. And each Friday at 9 a.m., I bring you Burnt Cough. All things Northwest and Tour and Acts. Only on Shady Pines Radio. Thanks for tuning in.
And we are back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Zoe Schwartz. Hello. And Cole Sampson. Hello. I've been saying that right, right? Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. All right, cool. <laughs> so we are at the joke break. And uh, last time, good time to ask. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I was like, I could have asked. There was a whole commercial. Um, <laughs> we're we're going to try and draw a card. This is, we're not with. Let's Get Real Bro has been uh, a very integral part of this, but I, I think that going forward, we might just start doing music. It's yeah. more like, let's get bro, bro, sometimes. <laughs> well, let's find out if this is that time. <laughs> just skip over it if it's weird. Nope. <laughs> uh, wasn't weird, just had too many steps. Okay, so, uh, okay. In what situations do you often find yourself most resistant? What are you afraid of might happen if you don't resist? Hmm. My most resistant. Find myself most resistant. When somebody tells me what to do. Ooh, okay. yes. Yeah. I'm like, what? No, you can't tell me what to do. Like, I mean, especially if it's something that I want to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, you can't tell me what to do. And then I just kind of, I think again, do that pushback thing where it's yeah. like, yeah. now I'm never going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Is, yeah. You know, it's not always a good idea. Yeah. 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 But I, I think that, you know, like we, we do tend to like, even if something could be for us, somebody telling us or trying to make us do it is like the thing that makes you immediately want to be like, no, I, I, I don't want to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can um, relate to that for sure. Yeah, I definitely I definitely can. I would say the thing that makes me most resistant is. Hmm. Zoe, do you have one? Yeah, I was going to say for me, it's I'm always going back to this, but it's when it's when the thing is like uh like different to my perception of like the way I saw it or like to the way that I feel you know like yeah it's like I guess that sounds too vague but like say maybe somebody gives like feedback about myself that like like I was talking about that insecurity mm. thing about having a hard time believing yeah I feel like I'm resistant to the things that are old stories and then when someone gives me feedback that's different like even though the feedback feels good it's like that that groove of like doubting myself is so comfy <laughs> and it's and horrible at the same time. Yeah. So yeah, I think I'm. I would say I'm resistant to it in a way that I'm very aware of because I see the disconnect more. Like I've talked about this before. Yeah. So I think it, I'm not resistant because I want to be resistant, but I'm observing myself feeling the resistance to wanting to accept that that's wrong, even though it feels better. Yeah. No, <laughs> I think that's. I think that's a really. I similarly would say that like my thing that I'm resistant to is like positivity. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hear me out. <laughs> no, Hear I can relate to this as well, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it is. It's like, you know, if somebody were to tell me something negative, like, okay, for example, like I've been struggling mentally a lot, right? Um, it's it's no secret to you folks. It's no secret to you folks. It's no secret to my work. Yeah. And uh, I, my boss called me and was just like, hey, uh, can we talk? And I was like, yeah, totally. And my initial reaction was to be like, I hope she's calling to fire me. <laughs> Because I have this negative belief about yeah. myself. So when she's trying, excuse me, when they were trying to reinforce me in a positive way, yeah. I resisted that because yeah. I wanted them to reinforce my negative beliefs. Like I, I can deal with somebody telling me to quit. Yeah. I can't deal with somebody to, telling me to keep going. Yeah. You know, I, because that's that that contradicts the idea that like I want to quit. You know, I want to I want to give up on the things that I want to. I've had multiple people this week be like, hey, the smoke break's really important to me. Like, I really enjoy listening to it, all these things. And I'm just like, no, tell me it sucks. And this is the last episode. <laughs> and because like, that's easier for me to deal with. Yeah, it's so funny. How I'm <laughs> that. It's so, yeah, it's, it's a treat. Um, <laughs> but the following question is, what are you afraid of might happen if you don't resist? Uh, so I'll lose myself. You'll lose yourself. Yeah. I, 
I, I was I was gonna say I feel like I'll become a toxically positive person and I identify with being a salty hater just as like my personality a little yeah, bit. Even yeah. though I like to be make people feel good and yeah, yeah well you know <laughs> I'm both balance in all duality. Things. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I think that in in my situation, um, I think that it would mean that I would have to change my view of myself. Mm. Yeah. And that is a hard thing for me to do. So if people are reinforcing in a negative way, then at least, you know, I, I don't have to do any work. Mm -hmm. You, I already think I'm shitty. You think I'm shitty? Sweet. We're on the same page. <laughs> All caught up. Uh, but if you think I'm good, now I have to change my belief about myself that I, I'm a bad person. Yeah. What do you think would make those kind of concepts or comments, I meant, more reparative? Okay. Mm. Um, the... The concept of them thinking something good of me. Yeah. All right. Uh, what would an example be for maybe your situation? So maybe I can try. Like, like what you said, like, uh, you know, somebody comes up to you, says the smoke great. The smoke break is great. Yeah. And then your reaction is like, don't tell me that I need what what would be what would they have to say or do or what would the environment or factors have to be to make okay. it so that you can internalize it and be like, oh, I guess I'm not a piece of shit. Yeah, that is a, a big question. question because I've literally had three people this last week ask me the same question and I always got stumped and it was in regards to my paranoid delusions they said what would it take if that wasn't the case for you to believe that we are for you mm -hmm. and i'm like i don't know like, when I you don't put know. it like that yeah because I, I, <laughs> I, I i don't know what what support that i could feel slash enjoy would even look like because mm -hmm. i'm yeah. so used to uh somebody had said it i felt like pretty perfectly was that uh <laughs> I could give you 10 compliments and you would turn it into 20 insults. Mm. And so that's that's the the groove that my brain has has created to repetitively just be like, okay, okay, this is this is how it is, this is how it is. Nobody's reinforcing it or not at least not enough people. So now what do you do? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's that's a really that's a, that's one I'm going to have to think about. Mm -hmm. I hopefully can answer that one next week on the smoke break. Um, but what about for you? What what do you think would make um like the the beliefs like more reparative? For you? Oh, wow. Um, I don't know. <laughs> see, see, so, you know, y'all know that I'm a therapist. Yes. Mm -hmm. This is the type of t thing where I just, like, talk to people and question them until yeah. they come to their own conclusions. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why I'm very much the same way. Why I'm... do you think you can't come up with an answer? <laughs> Ooh, that's, hey, that's a good answer. <laughs> I don't know if that's, that's a good question. Or, yeah, that's a good, that's a good question. <laughs> what do you think is holding you back from imagining that? Is that a good question? <laughs> yeah, like We're that. practicing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's what it really is. And I, I yeah. think that... I think that it's just that I have become so solid in my beliefs that I'm a failure, that like anything that contradicts that is like, it means that I have to do work to believe, to see what other people are seeing. Mm -hmm. Is so, there any distrust in there? Absolutely. At yeah. all times. So that makes it hard. It's like, how the fuck am I supposed to believe you? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. You're one of them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I've, I joke about that all the time of, of, you know. Uh, when people are on my side, that's what somebody who wasn't on my, that's the p position someone not on my side would want to be in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like that's what someone would, who would want me to think that they were on. Yeah. Like, and then it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. all right. It's a, it's just a huge feedback loop. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, conspiracy. I, <laughs> it feels that way sometimes. It really does. And that's, I feel like the, the separation and I feel like people just on like maybe a, a, a less, less, a lesser level do feel the, you know, the distrust in people. Um, and it is hard to like take compliments. Like most people, you know, the best way to insult them is to give them a compliment. Mm. You know, they just shrink up. They're like, oh, I, but I think this about me and you think that about me. Mm -hmm. Well, like, you're right. I do suck. I can't think well about myself. 
So I, I think that that oftentimes when it, it comes to even just accepting a compliment, you know, that there's there's that resistance. And yeah, no, that was that was a really good question. Um, yeah, are yeah. you taking clients? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm taking supervisees. <laughs> oh, OK, OK. Well, uh, what's what's a supervisee? Oh, um, well, you know, whenever you have to get your license, you have to go under so many hours of super. Oh, God, they changed the number. It's like fifteen hundred hours of direct client contact. Okay. Um, and then for every like 46 hours, you need like three um, hours each month for clinical supervision. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm providing that supervision okay. to LPC associates. If you are looking for a supervisor. Uh, <laughs> I can, and you're going to be a counselor. I just realized I was yeah. like, oh, I wish I would. But then we don't have the same license. So I no, yeah. Which you. is weird because I think LCSWs can actually supervise for LPCs, but not the other way. Oh, around. interesting. Yeah. Me and Cole you know different. why? Social workers yeah. have a better lobby. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, actually, my, my therapist told me to if I was when I was trying to decide what to go to school for. She mm. she said uh, social work because she said there's I just like something about uh, insurance, too. Like it's I just, was told that, too. And then yeah. I looked at the co- coursework and I'm like counseling. Yeah. Yeah. See, and and that's really knew, what it boiled down to. Yeah. And you knew what was right for you. Yeah. 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 And I could see why one or the other. Where you get that camera switched. <laughs> hey, folks. Hey, folks. <laughs> Zane is amazing. Hey, there we go. Pew, pew. Hey, <laughs> we're trying the camera switcher. We're Look, working. Zane, someone thinks you're amazing. Aw, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm going to turn that into an insult immediately. Uh, no. No, but I mean, like, like perfect example. Somebody had said, had left a comment um, on, like, a video and was just like, Zane's such a, an integral part of the community and he's so great. And I'm just like, this person hates me. And they're saying all these opposite <laughs> things in this really pointed. And it's, it's. do you ever find yourself uh, twisting compliments and things like that? Oh, yeah. 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 Um I know um sometimes like people will say it a fact. Okay. But I'll take it as like a backwards like, well, I do this and you don't, so I'm better than you Ooh. type vibe. Yeah. Um Yeah, it it happens. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Zoe? Yeah, definitely. I think uh I think I have I don't know if I do it in the moment or like I don't think I'm aware of it, but I think sometimes I'll then I'll think about it later and I'll be like, why didn't that feel good you know and i'm like i think maybe i didn't believe them <laughs> yeah i think that's 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 where it kind of you you are you have to trust certain people like my boss was like hey uh i know you don't trust a lot of people but i need you to trust me mm-hmm. i need you to trust the people who mm-hmm. are 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 giving you that like give us the same amount of trust that we're giving you yeah. and i was like mm-hmm. yeah like it's i can see where it feels like a personal thing where it's like it's some people, I feel like when you don't trust them, think that you don't trust them. And I'm like, no, I don't trust anybody. I'm just mm. talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just got caught in the crossfire this time. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. So would you say like, what what has been something that's helped you accept compliments? I mean, it's, as I'm thinking about it more, it's not like a day-to-day thing. It's like if I'm already emotionally depleted. Yeah. And it might be like a serious conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, then like, random innocuous statements can feel like attacks. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I like how you keep talking about how like th- the difference between when you're like more regulated or you're taking better care of yourself and then also like taking signs from your, the way your mental health is changing as a sign that you need to like care for yourself in different ways. I like the way that you frame that because I think you're right. Yeah. And I think I need to or it would be good for me to 
to think about it like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and I, I appreciate just like the perspective on because I think oftentimes I, I deal in absolutes where I'm just like, oh, every time somebody gives me a compliment, I'm like, I suck. But that's not entirely true. There are mm-hmm. times that somebody gives me a compliment and I'm like, thank you. I appreciate that. That was exactly what I needed. I feel like I can grow. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely times where I feel more vulnerable and, you know, maybe self-loathing where something like that is can be turned into very easily just a a painful idea about myself. Mm-hmm. I had a thought just now, Zane. Please. What like I was just thinking, like for someone who doesn't believe in themselves, you sure work really fucking hard and do a lot of awesome shit. And yeah, keep doing it. And... So maybe that could be a way of like countering, you know, like what a reality <laughs> testing is like. Uh, even though I think I suck at all these things, I mean, of course, we always already have evidence, but yeah, but the fact that you keep persevering means that it is feeding you back in a positive loop in some yeah. ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I think like maybe that would be a a cool way to like. Yeah, well, I I think challenge yourself. The days that I really doubt myself are days that like I and don't tell anybody uh, go back through some of my videos and just kind of be like, hey, that was really funny or hey, that was a really good insight or hey, I have a really cool show or I have some really cool guests yeah. like just kind of scrolling through and just, you know, reminding myself Instagram perfect for it. Uh, yeah. But just kind of like scrolling through those things and just being like, oh, man, I remember two years ago I was in this place. I think, you know what you had said about, uh, you know, kind of the memory wipe with the depression is, yeah. is filling in those gaps and being like, okay, what are things yeah. that disprove this belief about myself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, I yeah. think that's true. Yeah. Going back and inventorying all the cool things you've done or all the good shows you've had, like listening to those sets can yeah. really change my mindset mm-hmm. sometimes. So yeah. Yeah. I think it's really effective. It's something that I do with my clients all the time where it's like, okay, yeah, it's like, Keep a list of the thing, the accomplishments you've made every mm-hmm. day. Just like do one a day, and then when you're feeling really shitty, go back and revisit that list. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do that with to do lists where I'm just like where I feel like I'm not doing enough. Because you oh, said yeah. you said that I do a bunch of stuff, but it's like <laughs> I also think that because I haven't done one of the things that I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I want to start doing a done list because I know I oh. do a lot, but it doesn't feel like I do a lot because I'm hypercritical of myself. Yeah, yeah. It's like the it's like the getting things done version of a gratitude list, kind of or something yeah, like trying yeah. to reframe it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I like that. This is what I did do, not what I didn't do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or put no. the things you did do like on a separate list, so there's not it's not still part of the list of the things you haven't done yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's its own little treasure to look at. Like, yeah, yeah well, like and I think even just having like a a list of things that you can look at that are done because I, I feel like oftentimes when we're up against something that seems very difficult, we're like, "There's no way I could do this." Mm-hmm. And then when you look back at a list of all the things that you at one point probably said, "I don't think I can do this," and they got done. Yep. It reinforces you in a really positive way. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well, we're going to take one more quick commercial break. We'll be right back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. Every Saturday night at 10 p.m., the Shady Pines edition of Stranger Than Fiction with Mr. B. That came back faster than I thought, even though Philip told me what time it was. I am your host, Roll <laughs> Palzane, here with uh, Zoe Schwartz Hi. and Cole Sampson. Hello. I've been getting their right, their name right the entire time <laughs> and their pronouns. Yes. Killed it. All right. So we're going to do, uh, what are you excited for? My favorite question to ask just because it gives me an opportunity to know a little bit more about you. So uh, you don't have to start, but you can if you want to. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for the Northwest Black Comedy Festival. Yeah. You're Next a part of that? Week. Yeah. I'm going to be on the Proud and Out Loud uh, 
show. Yeah, on Saturday. 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 Excellent. Excellent. Um, Where's is this your at? first festival? This is my first festival. Yay! <gasps> Congrats. Cool. Where is that show at? Um, they're all at Curious Comedy Are Theater. They? Yeah. Nice. Okay, cool. So a nice centralized location. So <laughs> mm-hmm. that'll be really nice. That'll be oh, really nice. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know. Have they always been like at one location? It's kind of moved around. Uh, before, it's right? been first year. They were kind of in different locations. So you kind of had to like pick and choose. Okay. But yeah, last know. year they were at the Curious Annex and then the Alberta Abbey. Okay. Yeah, that's where I went. I went to the one, one yeah. of the shows at the Abbey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. yeah. So you're excited for that. I am. How yeah. much time are you doing? Oh, I think it's like eight minutes. Eight minutes? Eight to yeah. ten, something like that. Yeah, it, it, but I wouldn't scoff at that because... No, 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 I'm not scoffing. I'm just like, just thinking. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay, okay, cool. I just, like doing ten minutes a lot of the time, honestly. honestly. yeah, I have 15 minutes and I'm just like, well, I mean, I could stretch my ten. That's uh, how I feel, too. What if I talked really slow? Yeah. I have like 15 <laughs> to 17, but I hate the last three, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very similarly feel, feel that. Um, yeah, so you're you're doing your, your first festival. Um, is there anybody that you're going to be performing with that you're super excited to, to have on the bill with you? I don't... Let's see, who is on Because they're watching. List? No, I'm just... Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I feel like the name that I remember is Finessica. Okay. I met her last year at the comedy festival. Sure, sure. She was really nice and funny, so yeah. it'd be nice to see her again. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so what... Uh, I haven't seen you do comedy yet, so not because you don't go out and do comedy, but because I don't go out and see comedy. <laughs> um, what's, what is some subject matter that you you kind of like to poke fun at? I like to poke fun at mental health. Yes. Oh, man, um, I, now I have to see it. I love to say things like uh, my ther- therapist thinks they're better than me, but like I'm talking about myself. Not that I think I'm better than any of my clients, <laughs> but just making fun of the shit that therapists say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like, where do you feel it in your body? Shit like that. Yeah, yeah, Can you tell yeah. me more about that? Tell me more about that. Mm-hmm. No. Or my therapist likes to do this. <laughs> yeah, a sigh as if yes. that is a response. Yeah, they're just like <laughs> you're like, like damn it, you're good at this. That's Anna. the vibe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, so, I I really appreciate I like that. that. Yeah, just because I feel like mental health is is something that is hard to talk about just in normal spaces, which is why I do appreciate doing this show. But I would say like outside of that, like. Comedy is the thing that that helps connect people mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, people feel disconnected with mental health. So if we can help them feel connected with mental health and it's the, the way that I've found is most effective for me is to laugh at myself and hope that people see themselves in me and laugh at that. Yeah. I'm not laughing at you. Yep. You're laughing at me and you see a little bit of yourself in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really awesome. I'm yeah. excited for you. What about yeah. you, Zoe? What are you excited for? Um, I'm excited for, I mean, I feel like I'm excited for the same things I've been excited for, but I'm getting more excited. Well, I'm excited for the podcast cause it's been really fun and awesome. And I feel like it's me and Zane are catching our flow and we've mm. got some really great feedback and we, it's exciting. I just feel excited about how it's developing and we have awesome guests. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining <laughs> us. You're welcome. Yeah. It's been fun. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to hear that. I'd love yeah. to hear that. I know this is good. I love it. Yeah. So this, and then also, oh, I'm, I'm produ- producing my second show in Eugene on like March 25th. Okay. And the first one did really awesome and I'm having some awesome comics on it. Kyle Adams is going to headline. Nice. That'll so. be a good deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What venue? Um, It's at this Wildcraft Cider like oh. venue. It's my friend is the event planner there so we kind of collaborate on it and did it last time. So yeah, so I'm excited to try That's and super cool. produce my second show and hopefully have it be as is awesome it as last time. Is more anxiety or more excitement? I think this one's more excitement because Good. the first one was like, it was rough. Like my dog was really sick right when it was happening and it was like yeah. really stressful, but it was so awesome how many people showed up and how well it, it was just great. And so I think 
I feel like I can't. I mean, I'm nervous, but I think like when you have something go so well the first time, I'm like, it probably won't go quite as well as it did the first time. Yeah. But <laughs> just because everybody was so excited to have me come down and do comedy, I think, because I grew yeah. up there. But I have a pretty good feeling that like the vibe is still yeah. there. Yeah. yeah so absolutely. I'm excited about it. Like I'm trying to, you know, not be over, you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I think that, you know, it it sounds like you are are disproving maybe those beliefs and, you know, and being allowing yourself to be excited yes. instead of just being like, well, what if did it? And that's where you fall into the anxiety. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, that's really and, cool. And using the last positive experience to remind myself that I'm good at stuff and I can yes. do things mm -hmm. hard, hard things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's that's really important. Um, Something I've always hated in comedy is you're only as good as your last set. Oh, yeah. Which well, I hope isn't the case. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. that's hard. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan of it either, because yeah. I think that, you know, it's kind of like that going back through your history and finding things that disprove that, you know, because you. You aren't as good as your last set, but that's just the most recent memory you have. Yeah. So, well, and I feel like anybody who's that motto is that. How do they keep doing comedy? Because that's oh, like the yeah. that's like the thing I have to not tell myself so I don't quit sometimes. For <laughs> real, yeah. I'm just like I'm not my last me. set. I'm not my last yeah. set. I'm not. My <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't define me. Yeah. What percentage of your shows do you go through and just like not feel funny that day? I feel like it's like 50 50 like overall for me. It's probably fifty fifty. Oh, honestly, okay. you ask really good questions. It just made me like. <laughs> <laughs> and that, yeah, what do you think, Zane? What do you do? You have a percentage in your mind? Um, I would say, I would say probably, I would say like 75, 25 yeah, is yeah. like me thinking I'm awesome. No, I'm kidding. It's no? me thinking oh. I'm, no, it's, I wish it's, I would say there's like 75% of the times where I'm just like, I don't think I can do this. Uh, I don't think I'm good at this. I've never been good at this. And, you know, the 25% like proves that wrong, but mm -hmm. like, it's me going into it feeling like I'm I'm not that good and then maybe proving myself wrong and then being like, well, that was a fluke. Mm -hmm. so, okay, I was going to say so. Yeah, I was there's say, a catch. Don't worry. Don't worry. Even on the good ones, I, I still think I did bad. I do the fluke thing too, actually. I do. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, we did really good. I'm like, well, I had 10 friends come, so it probably was that. It was like, they I just remember love you me. said that. I, I remember you said that. That's super funny. <laughs> what about um, you, Zade? What do you? Oh, oh, I was going to ask. What about you? What, what, is, what do you think your percentage is? Oh, uh, I feel... Like maybe 70, 30. 70, 30? Again, okay. it's really mood dependent, you know. Yeah. 70 good, 30 bad? Yeah. Okay. Because I felt good for a long time. Yeah. And then like I bombed and yeah. like I, my first show I totally bombed and I was like, oh God, yeah. I was like <laughs> so hurt. Oh, it hurts. And it's sad so with myself and yeah. like feeling like an embarrassment and all that. Totally. And then like a month later, I'm like, no, fuck that. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna start again because everybody tells you, right? Like this is part of being, even part of being a good comedian is bombing sometimes, right? Well, Dolly is like... You know, like, well, you bombed and you got up and you did it again. So congratulations. Now you're a comedian. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Yes. Yeah, yeah. is such a smart person. Yes. Just and, and such a I, that's that's cool that you you get to go on that comedy experience and share that with them in that way. Yeah. 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 No, that's really cool. Um, I would say that um, for me, like the part that I have the hardest time with is like. No, no. The part that I do enjoy is bombing before a big show. Oh. I love that. I love that because I'm like, I got that shit out of the way. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And that's that's really the way I try to reframe it or reframe it is because oftentimes I would be like, if I would bomb before a show, my thought would be I'm going to bomb the next show. Sweet. But instead, I think you have to have a certain amount of bombs in your lifetime and you just got one out of the way. So this right. next one You're could probably be pretty dope. If I have a good show before a big show, then yeah. I'm like, uh-oh. How am I going to recreate that? Oh, nice. But so what you're saying is the fact that I bombed last night at an open mic means I'm going to kill it tonight. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go. You, you got to check back next week and let us know. <laughs> Hopefully.
All right. What am I excited yeah, what for? Are you excited for <sighs> what am I excited for? I'm excited for um I would say a greater belief in self. Okay. I I'm I would say that that's something that's there's too many people in my life telling me that I'm great for me to just keep spitting in their face and being like, well, maybe you're just stupid. You know, it's like, that's, it's not helping anybody. It's not helping you're me. Like, cool, these asshole friends I have. Yeah. They don't see me correctly. Yeah, exactly. They don't see me how I see myself, which is very poorly. Um, yeah, I think that just believing in myself a little bit more, you know, because yeah. I've, like I said, there's there's too much positive reinforcement for me to to continue these beliefs, these negative beliefs about myself. Yeah. So um, I'm really gonna going to start try to reframing and um, just being able to see, just to enjoy a compliment. It's such a weird thing that, that like when you're really good at giving them too. I was gonna say Zane, like you do this for me all the time. You're constantly helping me like battle my insecurities. So it's wild how I mean it's not wild because I'm the same same way. Yeah, I'm good at it but the reason people. I'm giving that to you is yeah. because that's the thing that yeah. I'm seeking, also terrified of. <laughs> but I, but it also means that you are capable of like you have the capacity to yeah. to do it. It's just how, it's so hard to do it for ourselves. But Man, there's been a lot of like stuff that's really made me think this episode. This is and one that's <laughs> also going to therapy. That's yeah. the other thing I need to do because I can't just keep putting it on Zoe. Uh, she is tired of it. No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> but I, I am because uh, I think that there everybody should should go to therapy if it's yes. something that you need. And even if it's not, it's because you don't know you need it. Yeah, we all need it. Really. But I, I think just having a space where you can talk candidly without, you know, like we, we had talked before about like. You need a place to talk about your friends, you know, that's not to your friends. Because, mm -hmm. like, your friends can be very good. They can be very supportive. And a lot of mine very much are. Mm -hmm. But, like, they're also more annoyed by the fact I'm coming back with the same problem every week. Yes. You know, a therapist is paid to deal with the same problems yeah. every week. Yeah. Uh, if you didn't have the problem, they wouldn't have a job. So yeah, yeah. that's not how I think about it. <laughs> but the point is, is like you having like you, the, you, the problem still being needing to work on. That is not how talking works. I get you. I get you. I get you. <laughs> is like, that's why therapy exists is because nobody is just like all of a sudden never going to need help anymore. You might have a period of time where you yeah. don't need it, but realistically, like we're all going to need support at some point. Yeah. So. yeah. The only thing that's ever happened overnight is me sleeping. That's that's it. Sleep? You sleep? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm manic. Okay. Uh, no, <laughs> it depends on the mood that I'm in. Um, but yeah, I think that that being able to measure our progress, um, you know, with, with an outside source, you know, like my friends, mm -hmm. I was talking to them, you know, because I was dealing with paranoid delusions and uh, I was upset that I was still having them. And he goes... Um, you could be upset that you're still having them or you could be proud that they're that you're working through them faster. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that was something that I was just like. And the fact that, you know, they're paranoid delusions and not reality is already a win. Right. Because yeah. I'm sure there's been a period of time where you can't separate the two. Yeah. 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 I, I swallowed right there because I was just like, <laughs> do I know that but they're not part real? of, you knows, I guess I would part say, of right? me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's be I think that, you know, when I before I got my diagnosis with bipolar, I was not able to separate the two. Yeah. And I didn't even know that I needed to separate the right. two. And so now that I have properly been diagnosed or at least closer than yeah. I was before, like it's given me that space to be like, okay, is this happening? If this is happening, is my reaction to it proportionate, mm -hmm. you know, and just be able to go through the steps. So mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to just, a greater belief in self. Do you think that maybe cutting your hair could be symbolic of this new goal? God, I hope so. <laughs> otherwise, I just lost all my hair for nothing. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think so. I, I, I definitely 
think that haircuts and, and stuff like that, you know, new wardrobes, we're going to work on it. We're going to work. I got an Adidas store pass video. Hey. Five people want to come with me. Um, <laughs> but um, wait, one, two, three. OK, so <laughs> I don't have a car. Somebody. Uh, but down. I, I, let's do it. Let's do it. But I think that, you know, just kind of almost having markers for like the growth in your life. Um, yes. The thing I used to do is I've, you know, people are like, oh, man, you're still wearing the same jacket. It's like, yes, because that jacket is is representative of a period of my life. But when I have moved past that period of my life, I usually burn these along with all the bullshit lyrics I wrote at the time where I'm just like, that's not a good song. That's going in the, the fire pit. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that just being able to mark that growth for ourselves yeah. is is the thing that really allows us to just to make like a note of like. No, I, I leveled up. I'm I'm doing better. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah awesome. Well, that's been the way to reframe break. the haircut. Yeah, hey, <laughs> I reframed my face. Uh, hey, <laughs> hair puns. Couldn't get out of here without one of them. Um, so that has been the smoke break. We are here every Sunday from nine to ten a.m. on Shady Pines Radio, as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I have been your host, your old pal Zane, here with host Zoe Schwartz. Thanks for being here, guys. And guest Cole Sampson. Hello. Oh no, it's bye. <laughs> that was awkward. <laughs> No, hey, it wasn't awkward because you called it. We like awkward, especially yeah, when we bye. name it. <laughs> Hello, goodbye. Yeah. Later, players. <laughs> I made it all.